So work gives you the opportunity to stay in these amazing hotels as well. <laughs> or it might not be locations. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, I don't get to enjoy the hotels, uh, you know? Yeah. Like, I barely get to. So, um, and they're always places that I would never book myself, which is also very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I don't, you know, I don't usually stay in hotels, but the reason my style's been changing a bit this year is because I've had the opportunity to stay in so many hotels. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Ticket to Anywhere podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Trizzy. And I'm Leah, aka LA in Flight. And this episode is all about traveling for work, which actually doesn't sound that glorious, but we are piggybacking off of Ben's Big Deal episode, episode 52. So if you want to hear him talking about credit cards, points, hacking um how he got started into it was by traveling for work and we thought we'd share a little bit of our experiences so this is a nice quick episode detailing where we've gone how we've done it like what accounts we've hooked up to what to get double points um some of the how we pack for trips right how we maximize where we go um short it's short and sweet but it's chock full of great info like we like to bring to you every other mm -hmm. wednesday <laughs> Also, on our work trips, we can't forget coffee and tea that we drink. We need it. It's our fuel. Exactly. Especially you, because you'd be running like week-long <laughs> events, <laughs> running back and forth. Um, I am just drinking a simple turmeric calamansi tea that I got from the Philippines. Yum. Cheers to that. I made my own little latte. You'd be so proud I made my own oat milk this week. Hey. Um, with a ninja blender, not your almond cow, but <laughs> I made my own oat milk, um, use Cafe Bustello for my espresso, and then just a little shot of some Califia Farms pumpkin spice creamer to round out the fall season. Mm. So homemade oat milk latte. How did you strain it out? You have a cheesecloth or something? I don't have a cheesecloth. I use just the double mesh strainer. And I actually save the oatmeal and I like eat it. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. That's yeah, that's yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, this is I don't want to waste this. Exactly. It's better mm -hmm. um making oatmeal or, or oat milk than almond milk because the almond milk, the remainings, I don't know what to do with it besides make banana bread or some sort of bacon yeah. with it. But oat milk, I eat the oatmeal every day. So yeah. it's just easy. Mm -hmm. But that is our coffee and sure. tea and Cheers to that. Cheers to our episode of Traveling for Work. Enjoy. This is Leah and Trizzy, and we are two voices, two views, and two ways to adventure from anywhere. We prioritize travel in our lives, and we both travel very differently. Every other Wednesday, we drop episodes featuring the coolest travelers around the globe, local business owners, community episodes from you, and of course, us, your resident travel lovers. This is Ticket to Anywhere podcast. Watch us on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Safety Wing is the world's first international travel medical insurance developed to meet the needs of entrepreneurs and remote workers traveling or living abroad worldwide. The Safety Wing Nomad Insurance includes both travel and travel medical insurance, which includes coverage for any travel delays, lost checked bags, emergency response, and natural disasters plus coverage and access to qualified global network of hospitals and doctors for unexpected medical problems and accidents and any emergency medical evacuations. 
You can sign up for Nomad Insurance even if your trip is already happening, or sign up in advance by selecting a future start date. For only $42 per four weeks, you can be covered under Safety Wing and its Nomad Insurance. Click the link in our description for more info and to sign up. Safe travels! Traveling for work. We hate it and we love it and mm-hmm. everything in between. <laughs> we love it for the free points, I guess, the free mileage. <laughs> we do. We do, but so many companies don't allow you to use your own cards anymore and your own accounts and whatnot. They have to be on company things. Oh, yeah. Right? For sure. <clears throat> so, but you get mileage, right? At least. Um... In my experience, I feel like no. Maybe you can go ahead and you could probably when you check in or when you follow up later if it's a flight, you can probably add a an account number to it to the booking. So anyways, yeah. that we're like get we're just like jump right in. <laughs> but the reason <laughs> we want to talk traveling for work is because we've done it quite a bit um this year and in the past. And we wanted to kind of piggyback off of Ben's episode a few episodes ago talking about how he got started even points in hacking, traveling for work. And then lately I've heard a few episodes on how people are maximizing, you know, their work trips. Shout out to all the shit I've learned abroad. They just did a work episode as well. And we may or may not have too much to say on this topic, but, you know, for the lucky or unlucky ones that get to travel for work, I thought we'd we'd just spill our thoughts here. I've done a lot of local travels, and I think the furthest mm-hmm. I've been to was like in the middle of the Mojave Desert, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, if you guys don't know by now, I am like a videographer, photographer in the music industry. So when there's a music video production shoot, uh, they send me out there to capture content behind the scenes, get some interviews, get some liners, social content, things like that. Um, Some press photos as well. And so I love it because it does allow me to go to places that you normally don't really find. And if you find it, you have to have like some sort of permit or some license Mm. to get to it. So for this instance in Mojave Desert, There's no way I would have been able to find this location because it's off of a beaten mile marker Mm -hmm. um, along like Barstow or something. Mm -hmm. And then once you get to a specific off-roading spot, you have to meet up with the person that lives in that area to guide you through to this empty empty lake. And so I was like, oh, (laughs) yeah, this is totally cool. Yeah. and another one that I went to was out in the forest somewhere south of San Diego. I forgot the name, but I probably wouldn't have gone down there. And apparently Disney shoots out there sometimes here and oh. there. So you get these, I get these opportunities to see different sets, different locations mm-hmm. that normally people would have to pay millions of dollars for, thousands of dollars to see, permits, license here and there. So yeah, yeah. Wow. Do they have official names like that people could find them? Like if you were to create your own content there and you tagged it? I think there's like coordinates and for sure there has to be a name. Yeah. I remember seeing a name upon entrance, but I just have to look it up. Um, But yeah, my job has been, it, it has brought me to really cool locations. 
That is super cool. Yeah, you do a lot of like day trips to certain places. You've come up to like Vasquez Rocks near mm-hmm. me, and yeah, yeah, it's like Star Wars land. <laughs> <laughs> and then sure. I'll hear about you going down to like Newport Beach and whatnot, and yeah, you know, yeah, you it's fun. Over. And throughout the years, I've learned more and more on what to bring with me, and it mm-hmm. feels like a road trip. So, I if before I wouldn't hate going out really far, but because I've become more and more experienced in the road trip life, mm-hmm. I love it. I just treat it as a road trip. I have snacks in the back. I have my Jackery. I have my fan going on so I could work in my car. Wow. So it's pretty cool. You are set – wait, tell us about – how you work in your car. That is very interesting. So luckily, a lot of the stuff that I do does not require internet service, right? So if I have all my assets as far as footage and stills, raw Mm -hmm. files with me on a hard drive, then I could work basically anywhere. And I work out of my car, which is a really cute Nissan Cube. And in the future, (laughs) I hope to convert it into more of like a mobile working space, I guess. Um, So I carry... Uh, Jackery with me, which mm-hmm. is a power generator, and that has basically saved my life because before that, I would try and work as fast as I can before the battery mm-hmm. dies. But now I can mm-hmm. just like take my time, chill, and uh, the Jackery I have works for like a small fan that you could use in your house. So if it's a hot day, um, I just Plug it in the Jackery, have the fan going while I'm sitting in the car editing videos, editing photos. And if I'm antisocial, which is most of the time, I'll take the lunch (laughs) with me into my car and I'll just chill there. Like it's, it feels like home in my car. Wow. I love it. I love this because you hear that Jackery? You're out here saving lives with this one. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's so cool. Like making the most of your situation and being in an environment where you are comfortable in getting things done, but it's still mm-hmm. remote. It's like the new way of working, to be honest. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, exactly. That's super cool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I want to see if if anyone else out there can work in their car like Tracy. I should take some photos of myself doing yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't go – I'm not as local as you. Sometimes I am. Like I, I had a – staycation in Santa Monica at the proper this past April for a big energy drink partner that I work for. <laughs> and uh, that was beautiful. It was very, very luxe, very luxe. Yes, and uh, I feel like unfortunately when I travel for work, I'm like so the I'm very different from you where I don't get to spend any time seeing the sights. Like I'm not on a set. I'm in yeah. the office <laughs> <laughs> and I barely get any time in this beautiful hotel that I'm in because I'm usually at the office. And then I'm out at dinner and then I'm out at drinks and then I come home at some forbidden hour and just pass out, (laughs) you know, so I I feel like I don't get to enjoy it. But um, pretty soon coming up, oh, I think after this episode is released, I'll be going heading to the Viceroy in Santa Monica and I've never stayed there before. So another little staycation at a different hotel, which I'm excited for. Um, But I've also traveled. Yeah. So work gives you the opportunity to stay in these amazing hotels as well. <laughs> or it might not be locations. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, I don't get to enjoy the hotels, uh, you know, yeah. like I barely get to. So 
Um, and they're always places that I would never book myself, which is also very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I don't, you know, I don't usually stay in hotels, but the reason my style has been changing a bit this year is because I've had the opportunity to stay in so many hotels. Yeah. The past like year or two. And I always like to to let people know like how the stay was as well. But um, but yeah, I mean yeah, traveling and then traveling for other forms of work, like went to the podcast conference. We went to a few travel conferences this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those have been I know you stayed in like a boutique hostel. I stayed in a or a boutique hotel. I stayed in a hostel then. And that was more like on our dime. So we would yeah. pick something that was more in our price range. Um and then with it's interesting because for conferences that I attend, it's so much easier to just stay, even though it's not always the cheapest, but it's so easy to stay at the conference hotel, right? Where like oh, you yeah. can just kind of crawl up to bed or it's like a few feet away. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah, I do find it pretty cool when it comes to these conferences. Um, we, You notice that the normal hotels that you would stay at would be much more expensive. So it kind of... Mm-hmm pushes you to check out more of the boutique hotels that's a little bit more affordable, small mm-hmm. business hotels too. Um so that's what happened at New Orleans and luckily we didn't get to we didn't we didn't stay at a chain hotel, but mm-hmm. we loved where we stayed at. Yep. 100%. I thought it was really cool too and you were right across from like in a really cool area where there were a lot of restaurants and and places to go out and whatnot. Um, and I guess that's a lucky part of like, you know, going to a travel conference is like, I have to stay in a hostel, whereas like when a big corporation would never put you up at a hostel. <laughs> so unless they were like fend for yourself, you know, um, but when, when you're doing, you know, things on your own, you get to get to go where you want to, which, um, brings us to like paying for it. So historically, and that is something like Ben said in his episode, um, you know, he got to book everything on his own, but like I mentioned earlier, not a lot of companies these days will let you do that. They want you to use a company card just so they can control the finances a little bit better. I see, you know, what they're trying to do, but in the past, like when you've had like multiple day stays, how does it work for you? And then I can let you know, like my experience and like, you know, how do we get the most out of like points and points and hacking the system that way? Yeah, exactly. Um, I would go to New York every, every year for work and they, they're smart. They have the corporate card. And if you don't have a corporate Mm. card, you Mm. have to give them the amount and they run it through like some sort of centralized billing system that they have internally. And The cool thing I would say is that they allow us to enter in our frequent flyer numbers, the loyalty numbers that we have. So I have been earning points um, through mileage, not through Mm -hmm. like pricing or cost. And with the hotels, they smart too. They keep changing it every time we go. So we can't really build up loyalty, you know? Oh, yeah. I know. I'm like, ooh, you slick, slick, slick. Um, But I would say it's worth it just to have multiple uh i guess loyalty hotel loyalty programs Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you never know 
if um, if you're going to a conference and you want to stay at this small hotel again that work had put you through, but now you're paying with your own dime, like maybe mm-hmm. it could help shave off a few dollars or something. And the system will notice your name that you've been, you stayed there before. You might get some perks, some other incentives. So yeah, that's how it works for me. Yep. 100% in like hot tip. I've been seeing this like all over TikTok because I've been doing it myself. And I know you don't drink coffee, but you can still drink tea. But please tell me you linked your Delta Sky Miles account to any Starbucks, your Starbucks you know, account. You know That's it. what I said. And my sister does not have a Sky Miles account yet. I'm like, please make yourself one because she buys a lot of Starbucks. And I'm like, I feel like these points are going into the black abyss. <laughs> Because if I could hook up my account to hers, I would, but you can't. It's yeah. one-to-one, right? Sure. Yeah. So please, these are like the those hacks, right? Hook up your Sky Miles account Airbnb. to your Starbucks account. Yep. And then I think, what is it? Uber with Marriott. I think that's yes. a, Uber Marriott, a deal as well. <clears throat> Turo with Delta, Airbnb with Delta. There it's you go. Crazy. Even Instacart. Instacart is with Delta. So for those of you lazy to go grocery shopping, look it up. Look it up and link it up. <laughs> okay. And I've had I've had my Lyft hooked to my Delta Sky. I think Delta is also Delta yes, Sky Miles. For sure. Yeah. I've had it hooked for years, except that Lyft is now way more expensive for me than Uber, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> what did you call it? Instant gratification. <laughs> Yes, 100%, 100%. Because, you know, we all know I don't have no loyalty to any airlines yet. I have loyalty (laughs) to the credit cards. (laughs) These travelers ain't loyal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Going back to the Delta and Starbucks, so you get one point for every dollar you spend. But if you've, I believe if you booked with Delta um, and on the day of departure, you buy Starbucks, you get two points per dollar. <gasps> what? Yes, sir. I love that. Okay. Yes, also, like our good friend Bon Voyage Jackie said you get a free drink when you hook them up. I did not get a free drink for hooking them up. It's unless- through your points, I believe. So if you link it up, you get oh. 150 points on your Starbucks card. So that might count as a free drink. I'm not sure. Maybe I did. Maybe I did get it because one day I saw my account go from like 60 and the next day it was like at 260. And I'm like, wait, how did this happen? (laughs) So I think that's I think that's how it happened because I'm like, oh, maybe there was a glitch. But I I had I'm pretty sure I'd hooked up my account during that time. So, okay, okay, Yeah, it's um. I mean, when I've done my like, you know, I went to Atlanta this year. I did a staycation in Santa Monica. So the bigger things, because like it's a big corporation that I work for, um, like the flight and hotel have been booked by them. But things that I can reimburse like coffee, food, dinners, drinks, mm-hmm. um, I put that on my own card. Of course, my American Express Gold that gets four, four times the points for anything food related. Like that's a high point earner. So I make sure to to be like, okay, I'm going to book it on my card and y'all will reimburse me. So yeah. And sometimes Whereas those like, are, if you book, let's say coffee gets like 5% or something or mm-hmm. five miles back, you could benefit off of that as well. So mm-hmm. check, always check the, like the fine prints, check the categories that your credit card offers you because you mm-hmm. never know gas could be 
what, 3% versus other credit cards that could give you 1% or something. Yeah, 100%, especially ones that have like rotating – I don't do the whole rotating categories cards, but (laughs) – I I have that option, but it's it's too much (laughs) to keep aging. It's a lot. That's why I'm just like my – I have an Amex Gold yet. I'm not Amex Plat yet, but my Amex Gold has high earning power and anything food related. So I'm like it's my food card. Everything Mm -hmm. else goes on my Capital One. Nice. Venture X. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm not ready for any more cards. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> I'm not ready for any more cards. <laughs> That's okay. Chase been trying to get me though. Chase is like, we see you opening up cards with everyone else. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. There is one thing. Uh, ben didn't mention this in the episode, but I follow him on Instagram. And if you guys mm. haven't, check him out. Uh, his handle is uh, Ben's Big Deal. And he mentioned recently that a lot of hotels, they have like these flash offers where it only happen for like one hour or maybe three hours or maybe 24 hours. Oh, wow. So he recently mentioned, I forgot which hotel, maybe Marriott, where mm-hmm. all you have to do is um, sign up for mm-hmm. a new account or sign up for this new program and you'll automatically be upgraded to one of their highest tiers and what? <laughs> to always hurry up and hop on those opportunities because mm-hmm. they don't announce when it ends and yeah, it of could course. also sometimes be a glitch too that you don't know about so yep 100 percent take advantage <laughs> absolutely absolutely and ben's episode was episode i think 51 right Yes. So if anyone wants to listen to Ben talk about points, hacking, credit cards, traveling for work, uh, please refer to episode 51. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I want to talk a little bit about like like packing and what we bring and, you know, how we prep for trips. Like I definitely feel – we were talking about this before we started recording, but I always – feel like I bring more, but I'm always very organized when I'm taking a work trip and I always use a roller roller carry-on. I never use my like, you know, Cotopaxi or like my backpacking backpack because I know I'm going to be in a hotel room. <laughs> Imagine Leah walking into a conference with her Cotopaxi. <laughs> I feel like I have before. I feel like I have walked into situations with like my backpack and people were like, what are you? Are you Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like I'm much more efficient when I pack for work because I honestly just reuse the same outfits every other day. I'm like, this is work. Like, this is serious business. I'm not trying to change three times in a day like it's the Grammys like I usually do, you know. (laughs) And um, I mix and match really well, basically wear the same outfit every other day and I definitely I whenever I because I work in events if you don't already know I work in events um, I'm always around people right I'm guiding people hanging out with them I have to go from day to night I really don't have any time to change so I have to find something that's like still like nice for nighttime and appropriate but like comfortable too but like work appropriate yeah so I have to be really on top of it when I'm when I'm packing but is there anything special that you do? Yeah. Um, if we talk about New York trip, I try and treat it as my runway, I guess. Like that is probably <laughs> the only time I will bust out my Jordans, bust out my new Nikes, um, oh my, my Iser clothes and stuff. Um, but, you know, music industry is very casual. 
Like mm-hmm. I don't need to yep. be wearing anything like business like, but mm-hmm. it still has to be presentable. Yep. I will say it's always I feel that I'm going up against other swag people, other hype beasts <laughs> and things like that. So it's definitely like a uh culture fashion show when I go. Okay. To New York. And it's New yeah. York. So exactly. yeah. Gotta you step your game up. What Instagrammer is gonna catch you in the background or <laughs> have you Um, seen those tiktok videos or like shorts of like people like walking slowly uh, across like yeah on the streets because people captured captured them you know right i love those yeah i love them too but like (laughs) i always used to think they were like real and i'm like dude they're so like set up (laughs) super set up yeah yeah. There's no way. Um, I'm going to see you. We're going to see Trizzy in those soon. <laughs> I hope one so. One of them. Watch out. My, yeah. my fashion's been kind of lazy throughout the pandemic. <laughs> I'm just like, I love my pajamas. Oh, same here. Sporting outfits. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you you mentioned that you don't really get a lot of free time um, to nope. utilize the hotel. Luckily, I Ugh. do. <laughs> so I'll still bring, you know, my workout outfits. I'll utilize the the gym. Okay that the hotel has and i would say running around new york like manhattan streets of manhattan is dangerous stinky and unleveled (laughs) because of pavements but Uh it's very art like if you're on running along the highland i think that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool and then Mm -hmm. i ran into one of my favorite artists her yayoi kusama her pumpkin was out in front of this other hotel and i was like oh my gosh this is so cool so <laughs> it's a new environment. So every little thing is just like so exciting for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are like kind of how I pack. I would I would say I don't reuse because unlike your events, your events could last for a week. Mm-hmm. Mine's usually mm-hmm. just maybe three nights and then I'm out. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in terms of talking, in terms of the local work that I do, it depends on the weather. If I'm mm-hmm. inside a studio, I'll dress somewhat warm because the AC is always blasting in the studio. Yeah. If it's outdoor shoots and it's hot, then I'll have, you know, I'll be in like shorts and a t-shirt during the day and I'll bring like an extra sweater for the night because mm-hmm. it does get chilly. And yeah. yeah, it really just depends. And to this, like at this point, my car has, you know, a toothbrush a toothpaste like for emergency <laughs> yeah emergency kit like an overnight mm-hmm. kit type exactly. right emergency okay. sweaters nice. emergency sweatpants emergency socks so nice okay uh, yeah i have it i have it built out like that's that. amazing dude we need a car tour Ooh, <laughs> yes yeah i gotta clean it up first then <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay so yeah i mean is there what is like, I think the one item that I would tell everyone to bring on a work trip, honestly, is vitamin C packets. <laughs> because when I think of work trips, I get exhausted thinking about how I'm literally going for day to night. Like case in point, Atlanta, like one day we were like out at work starting 730 a.m. We went out or all day working dinner. Then we went out, out, out. And I didn't get home till 6 a.m. And I was still at the office at 7 a.m. Jeez. So I needed that vitamin C. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, that's key. That's like 
major key right there. Even for me, mm -hmm. I would say anything, uh, emergency, airborne, liquid IV, those are yeah. what's going to help kind of feel you and for sure keep you for okay, sure. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had time to use the gym like you did. I was thinking when you were saying that, I'm like, I refill my water bottle in the gym. <laughs> that's a hot tip right there too. I yeah, agree. that's my hot tip because I don't know why I didn't connect the two, but I realized that in Bali, I'm like, oh my God, where can I get water? You know, mm -hmm. and I was like, wait, I'll just go to the gym and get water. <laughs> Some places have water bottles ready to give out, which is nice, yeah. but it, I mean, plastic usage, but I always bring my exactly. own water bottle wherever I go. Yeah. So. For mm -hmm. sure. And if you if you're staying at a hotel that doesn't have, you know, water dispenser or a gym, like find the closest 7-Eleven mini mart mm -hmm. and buy like a two gallon, four gallon one. That'll yep. push you to drink it, too. So don't 100 <laughs> yeah, percent. I don't like wasting the water. So, yeah. Oh, man. And then, yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit about exploring. Um, which I said during the week I never really get to do or the week that I'm gone, the days that we're there for the event. So I always try, and I'm sure many people can relate and you as well, but I always try to add days before and or after so I get to enjoy the city, right? Do they charge you? Like, is it your own dime if you stay extra? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Like, um, I mean, I can always, like, if you're working with corporate, you can always adjust your flight. Yeah. to fly back when you want so you could push it out a day or two mm -hmm. or get there a day early um but like everything that's not related to work is paid for on my own gotcha yeah this is the yeah. same for us too if did you ever add days when, when i did yeah new usually york. for the new york trip i try to um like i've flown to toronto from new york i've taken the amtrak down to washington dc i've stayed within new york for mm, a few nice. few extra days um, yeah, it's it's nice. It's not too bad if you if you um, know how to budget and if you're frugal. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But I, I feel like just work trips in general are a good way to kind of get to, like you were saying earlier, even with the local places in Southern California. And with me, like I hadn't been to Atlanta in eight years, and you know I've never had a staycation in Santa Monica. So I feel like work trips are a really good way to try to expand your travel a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And for the for the staycations and just like shoots in general around mm -hmm. California, you just discover new places that you don't know. Like if you're if I'm driving past uh, another cafe or like a new restaurant, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I want to try that next time I'm in this area. So, yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, yeah, I mean, when I stayed at Proper last April, uh, the Proper, Santa Monica Proper is like $600 a night. I would never pay for I could not pay for that on my own. So we were put up luxuriously. Thank you very much. <laughs> You, you have a reel on that, right? Amazing. I do. I have a reel. We'll post it here. It looks good. It was fire. I was very proud of it. <laughs> um, but it was it was seriously like life of luxury. Probably one of the nicest hotels I've stayed at. But yeah, I mean, if you if you can maximize, you know, your work trip, do it in every sense of the word. Yeah, totally. Well, cool. thank you everybody for tuning in again and for supporting us. We are coming close to the end of our second year so just finish off finish off strong guys yes finish <laughs> off giving us the strong. love keep showing us the support <laughs> and we appreciate it thank you 
Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Ticket to Anywhere podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. If you love travel as much as we do, hit subscribe on our YouTube channel as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Cast. Thank you all for your support so far. When you have the time, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love to hear your thoughts and feedback, and it'll help others come across our episodes and hopefully be inspired to travel and adventure anywhere.